All right, Jimmy, Matt and Gretton will be here soon, so we need to get ready for our season finale. Just make sure Jet Jaguar gets here before they do, because we're going to need a dump button. Yeah, I'm excited too. So, is there anything I need to be aware of before they get here? Oh, no. Miss Perkins sent us another press release from the board. What does the princess of PR want me to read this time? You'd rather not say? Come on, just give it to me. Oh, I see. I see. This was definitely written after our last episode. Calm down, Jimmy. I know you don't like being reminded of certain things. Let's just read this and get it over with, okay? Okay, put me on the air. Unfortunately, we've had a data breach here on the island. It has come to our attention that people within our ranks have been spreading false information about a supposed GVK special premiere. We can confirm this is the very definition of fake news. We are actively looking for the source of this false information. Once found, we will do our best to help them find a better way forward when it comes to spreading unfounded rumors concerning our island. We apologize for any confusion this may have caused. I know, I know, but it's over and done with. We can move on with our lives and get into season two. Which I'm not necessarily looking forward to until we get about nine months in, but it'll be a fresh start for all of us in 2021. Okay. Live from Ogasawara, this is the Monster Island Film Vault, episode 31, Space Amoeba featuring Giant Monster BS. Hello, kaiju lovers, and welcome to the Monster Island Film Vault, a podcast seeking entertainment and enlightenment through tokusatsu. I am your host, the curator of the Film Vault here on Monster Island, Nathan Marchand. But I am not alone. Today is the season finale for this very podcast, and joining me for this wonderful occasion are those crazy guys, those two crazy guys from Giant Monster Ben Shapiro, Matt and Gratton. How you doing, guys? I'd just like to clarify that is not what our show is called. Not, oh, that, that's that, no that, political affiliation. That, that's not yeah. what the BS stands for? Okay. Yeah, it stands for bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Ben Shapiro is our mortal enemy. Oh. Prominently in our theme song. Yeah, it doesn't mean we like him at all. I would punch him. He's got a good taste in podcasts, but I don't want to eat yeah. lunch with him. <laughs> He's supposedly your Lots biggest fan, right? <laughs> He's a, well, you know, we're the best podcasts in the country, yeah. as he says, at least from his judging. But uh, And who am I to argue with Ben Shapiro? I'm just saying. 
Many have no, tried and many have failed. <laughs> I've seen the videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you try to argue with him about the uh, about our podcast being the best one in the country, he'll upload. You know, Ben Shapiro destroys Godzilla other fan. Yeah, Godzilla fan uh, <laughs> on, on on best podcast in the country. Yeah. Shapiro eviscerates Ben Shapiro, master debater. Yes. <laughs> Oh, really, Jimmy? You think you can take Shapiro in a debate? I'd pay to see that. Seriously. destroys Jimmy. (laughs) Ben Shapiro destroys Jimmy from NASA (laughs) in debate over the space program or something. I don't know. Ben Shapiro freezes Jimmy, then smashes him with the hammer. (laughs) An epic Smash Brothers battle. (laughs) Ben Shapiro beats Jimmy from NASA. I now have this hilarious image in my head of Ben Shapiro picking up the Donkey Kong hammer and just running after Jimmy. Yeah, they leaked it on Ben Shapiro is uh, going to come out in DLC. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Except all he does is uh, is yell at people. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like Phoenix Wright in Marvel versus Capcom 3. All he does is prosecute you to death. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly what he does. I've seen it in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Like I said, it's great to have you guys here and uh, be here. Yeah. So how did Jimmy get you here today, guys? Well, we actually were trying to go to a different Monster Island. Uh, we th- <laughs> we thought that this uh, F- Epstein guy was gonna be here. Oh yeah, no. no! This is a different Godzilla monster. Here, but we, uh, <laughs> a different type of monster. We actually uh, we took our our very own trademark weed mobile. <laughs> The weed mobile. The weed mobile. It's our tr- it's our Adventure. special car. We get we went on a trip to the special monster <laughs> island, and it turned out it took us to the wrong one. Yeah. I don't know what happened. We're on some crazy adventure. We've got to get to the other island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, we couldn't be happier to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad you ended up at on on this monster island. That's uh, that's very very good. I mean, I had yeah, I was good. aware there was another monster island that I know the board here has been really upset with. It's the one that was uh, I guess sort of made into a movie by the asylum. Uh, there's all kinds of legal shenanigans going on with that and as for this other one you're talking about uh, i think i've heard rumors uh, jimmy will vouch for me on this there might be plans for the board to carpet bomb that one i'm not sure Uh, i think i saw jimmy on the flight logs to that island (laughs) jimmy over there what the heck what the heck jimmy he's probably over there to to save people oh yeah that's that's i bet that's it yeah 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 Oh, can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah, just you know, you, you know what? You can take the man out of the air force, but you can't take the air force out of the man. Sometimes I'm, you know, he, mm, <laughs> there's some weirdness going on with Jimmy. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, it's a blessing in disguise that we ended up on this monster island because even though these giant creatures are pretty dangerous and they wreak a lot of havoc, they're much less scary than uh, whatever's the, going on. Yes, the the, the most definitely. But know. speaking yeah. of an island of monsters that's actually what i have you guys here to talk about more or less Uh, a different monster island sort of 
we're here to have you guys talk with me about Space Amoeba, which takes place okay. on... Oh, uh, it's... LGO? Well, uh, funny thing that you should mention that. Uh, I did a little bit of digging here at the Monster right. Island Library, the Sekizawa Library, and I found out that's just kind of how it gets translated because you know that with Japanese, they swap the L's and the R's. It's actually supposed to be called Sergio Island because it was named after Sergio Leone. Wow. Jeez, uh, that... The... That's a deep dive. We I had never, no idea about I never that. would. That's good trivia. That's really. Good. You can thank John Lemay for that one. <laughs> thank you, John Lemay. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. We all love John here. <laughs> but yes, uh, so it's it's a little bit strange. And you guys did an episode on it within it was like the last year or so, I think. And I listened to that, and I thought, you know what, I should have these guys on. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about this movie because your episode was very very entertaining i have to say well thank you we we really liked this movie it was it was one we had never seen and it was a pleasant surprise yeah yeah and uh we're big fans yeah i think it was funny when i was listening because usually in an episode like this these extended minisodes i've been calling them i try to give at least something of a plot synopsis so people kind of know what's going on i usually do it off the cuff but as you guys pointed out in your episode, it's a little difficult to explain what happens in this movie because it's a little bonkers. It really is. Uh... Yeah, especially we were going by the dub, and that that's like that even makes things horror. less clear. Yeah. Oh yeah, but essentially what we have here is it's a reporter, a guy who's supposed to be a corporate man, turns out to be an industrial spy, and. They go off to go study the natives on this island, and then they find out that there are giant creatures on this island, and the reason there are giant creatures is because these non-corporeal, microscopic alien things come down from space riding on a satellite, and they start infesting different life forms, and they make the monsters bigger. But as you guys pointed out in your episode, because later our guy Obata gets possessed by them, they don't make Obata gigantic for some odd reason. Unfortunately, they do they not make Obama. They missed an opportunity. Yeah. Oh my God! I literally just said Obama like without. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. Obata. Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't make him big. Would have been easy. Just takes. I would mean, have been great. Yeah. No. Have him fight. Some, I mean. Would have been Attack of the that. Giant Teacher before Attack of the Giant Teacher. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So there's all these shenanigans going on with these aliens who are trying to possess other people because, yep, you guessed it, they want to take over the world. Of course! We don't know exactly why, they just do. What's hilarious is they mentioned that they had evolved to the point where they no longer had arms and legs, and I thought, huh, evolution is a jerk. <laughs> Because <laughs> now they're like, we have to possess people to do anything, but we're higher life forms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So all of this, you got all of this going on, and then the characters are trying to deal with it. The, they fight the giant monsters, and then, and then they have to deal with possessed Obata, and all kinds of crazy things start happening in there, including a bunch of stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with the monsters or the aliens, yeah. as yeah. I'm sure we'll get into, because for an 84-minute movie, this decided to cram a bunch of stuff into it. <laughs> You get you get what you pay for. Uh, Most definitely with this one. What's interesting about this one is that this was one of the last movies that featured a lot of the classic creative team on it from all those right. Toho movies that we love before this. 
it's the last time they all work together. So we've got Akira Fukabe, we've got Ashira Honda. What's weird is that it doesn't have their normal go-to screenwriter. Normally, most of these tokusatsu movies that Toho was making were written by one of two guys. It was Shinichi Sekizawa or Takeshi Kimura. This wasn't written by either of them. It was a guy named Ie Ogawa, who's, as far as I can tell, best known for writing the Bloodthirsty trilogy. Which came oh, after, well, no, the first one was released the same year as this, and then the other two came later. Busy man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other guys were busy, too. It's also notable yeah. because this was 1970. There wasn't a Godzilla movie this year, even though they had been cranking them out pretty much every year for like eight that's years true. at this point. Yeah. And that's in large part because this was the, the year of the Japanese film crash. It's when the studio system ended. The 70s yeah. Toho movies, you weren't seeing all the same actors showing up anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So this was the last one that was made under the studio system. It was also the year Subaraya died. Yeah, mm. how did that How did that play? I know he didn't do the special effects. But he didn't. Um, his uh, his production did he die? Uh, it was right before production. He died in January of 1970. And there was actually a big to-do because Honda and a bunch of people wanted to have the movie dedicated to Honda. And uh, Toho said no because they hated Honda. <laughs> Not Honda. They hated Subaraya. <laughs> uh. Was that, was that because he started his own company? Or? That was part of it. It was also because, you know, he threw his muscle around creatively at Toho and just said, hey, I want to do what I want to do. And the big wigs at Toho didn't appreciate that. Then after he died, you want to talk about spiteful. After he died, they turned they turned Super Eye special effects shop into a gift store. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there a point where Subarai was working on his own stuff and anything at Toho, or was it completely one or the other? Yeah, did he like drop off? Or? Uh, I think around 1966, so around uh, Horror of the Deep, because after that, it was his protege, uh, Sadamasa. I'm trying to find his first name here, but he started picking up a lot of the slack after that. Uh, Sadamasa Arakawa. There you go classic and uh, apparently the disrespect that the toho bigwigs were showing to subaraya because of that arakawa quit (laughs) never went back and more or less retired after that and uh, honda quit and didn't want to ever work with toho ever again and how they managed to get him to come back for terror of mechagodzilla i don't know (laughs) yeah because that was his uh this was what his second to last movie more or less he uh he did work in television after this so he did. Uh, he worked on Zone Fighter, Return of Ultraman, TV work. Yeah, so this, this was kind of uh, end of an era. Yeah, it's the end of kind of the f- the first half of the Showa era, I would say, mm-hmm. because the stuff that came after this, particularly in the Godzilla series, was done by mostly different people, and they had different sensibilities, and that's why the '70s Godzilla movies are really different compared to the '60s yeah, they films. Feel weird. Yeah. 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 All over the definitely world. distinct. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this one is definitely a weird one. Uh, just like you guys pointed out, I don't think any description can really do this justice. <laughs> this one almost felt like it was kind of like of that like mid sixty, mid to early sixties Ishiro Honda yeah. movie, like kind of what you'd expect. Like I don't know, it's I don't know, kind of what I imagine he would have done if he did something like uh, Ebra. Yeah, even though I know he did King Kong Escapes, but it, it kind of 
felt and I, like I know you, know, you love that one. <laughs> no, we love that one. We, we wouldn't have it any movie. other way. But this yeah. this one also felt like I don't, I don't know. It was it was almost like that creatively there was like a bunch of like energy that a bunch of people wanted to get out. And this was like kind of the last hurrah. Yeah, because it felt like a lot of elements from from different movies that hadn't been used together sort of sort of came in. in yeah. And you the result was very energetic and, mm-hmm. and it felt fresh, even though it was like, you know, completely made of like elements right. that we've already seen before. Yeah, I was going to say the whole movie when we were watching it today, the whole thing just felt like a greatest hits sort of a thing. It was just yeah, yeah, this yeah, crazy yeah. mishmash of everything. It's just you know, like this big old salad bowl where they just threw in all the stuff that they had done before <laughs> into this. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not redundant. It, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't feel like it. It, it should be over. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it feels uh, warranted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was actually keeping a little bit of track where I was writing down in my notes. It's like I'm getting vibes from this movie. The probably the mm-hmm. easiest one to point out. You guys mentioned this in your episode as well. Is King Kong versus Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because okay. it recycles the dang music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's barely any differences, and there was a point where I, I actually kind of joked that the reason that Gazora, we'll talk about the him in a little bit. The reason Gazora goes after him, even though the shaman is praying to him, is because he's singing the wrong song. <laughs> he's like, "That's for King Kong, you idiot!" and just starts beating him up for it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then I was getting vibes of Varan. I don't know if you guys have seen Varan yet, and. We saw the American yeah, ones. I'm sorry. Pretty much not. We pretty Apologies. much haven't seen. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I am so, so sorry. <laughs> See, Jimmy feels your pain. <laughs> it's good to know that somebody identifies. <laughs> identifies as something, but... <laughs> but anyway, so Varan, King Kong versus Godzilla. Call me nuts. I can say this because the board has mandated that I talk about the entire franchise next year. Not necessarily looking forward to it, but the, I was also getting vibes of Gamera versus Barugan with this when they go to the island. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 So like we were saying, it really is just kind of ridiculous mishmash of everything that they had done before you know greatest hits album i guess you could say at the very least the aliens are a little bit different in this i'll give them that yeah no it's like mildly like original at least for the time it's like they're definitely like at least trying to sort of do something original yeah they present that you know i mean like sci-fi movies in like the 60s and 70s were always trying to kind of do like wacky and like sort of out there concepts and it always came off like they didn't quite understand Mm-hmm. Like sort of the science they were trying to work in, uh, yeah. But th- I, this is like at least the visual is sort of distinct, especially. It's mm-hmm. good. I think it's supposed to be fun more than anything. Yeah, I don't think this was supposed to be representing any kind of like social fear. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, like like yeah. some of the other aliens are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just... necessarily. Although that's in large part because these aliens are relatively underdeveloped. We don't really know what their motivations are. They're not like the Zillions where. They have a very clear and understandable motivation. It's we need water mm-hmm. and you have water. We want it. <laughs> yeah. So the, we just, all they do is they just show up and they say, we're taking over. That's pretty much the disco space nuns. I mean, we, we're not fond of the disco space nuns around here. I'm just saying, because we don't even know why they wanted to either. So, <laughs> but it's interesting that you bring that up. 
I did some reading on this movie, and I did find out that there are some people who are trying to read at least some things into this. And you guys mentioned this in your episode as well, but the the talk about how the island, the Sergio Leone Island, <laughs> the was under Japanese control during World War II, and that's why the natives can speak Japanese. And someone even says in the movie, it's like, well, it's a good thing they like us. It's kind of this <laughs> implication that they don't really. <laughs> yeah yeah or like i don't know like vaguely like not threatening but like kind of like dominating yeah yeah weird but yeah but yeah it's it's definitely saying something something with the with all the world war ii stuff that gets left i know yeah i almost wonder if maybe they came up with it not because they wanted to make some sort of commentary although that would be a very honda thing to do to come up with this commentary on imperial japan from world war ii but more just Mm -hmm. because so they could explain why they have all the stuff they need to kill the monsters yeah (laughs) this nearly unlimited supply of guns and gasoline (laughs) yeah it's cool though it's a it's a good it's like a unique setup i don't know very rarely do you see the conflict being like somewhat even matched on both sides it's usually just like the giant monster is invincible until the very end yeah where it gets killed by another monster or some kind of special military weapon here it's like the humans are putting up just as good of a fight if not better fight than the monsters are and i i I think it, it makes the human side a little more entertaining and it it does a really good balance of intertwining both stories Mm -hmm. yeah i will say that for sure i mean it's weirdly gory seeing poor uh gamine i think that's who it was getting his eyes shot out like ralphie from a christmas story (laughs) yeah (laughs) how often do you see a monster get blinded by a simple rifle i Oh, it's a testament to the. To it's the cool. Show. It's, it kind of reminds me of that uh, Pacific Rim where he shoots the the Australian guy shoots uh, the flare. Yeah. And yeah. One guy yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. No. It's it's cool and for the time very very unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It is. Which begs the question, even though I don't want to necessarily get into too much of the monsters right now, was that the same one who came back at the end, or was that a new one? I forget. I think it's supposed to be a new one. Yeah. Didn't he blow up the one? Oh, yeah. No, they set it on yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a definite yeah. kill it with fire moment there. So yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if this was in the sub or not, but I think there was a line in the dub about like those crabs being like all around the island or something. Yeah. So I'm like, one that would thing. make sense. That's familiar. That would make sense. And then I know some other. So we have these allusions at the very least to Japanese imperialism from World War II on there. And yeah. th- then there's also, for what I was reading, I got this from the Honda biography, actually, that the reason, oh, I forgot about this. I should have mentioned this in our summary at the beginning. Where were you, Jimmy? You should have corrected me on that. You're dropping the ball. But he's been in our <laughs> weed mobile. <laughs> 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 He's been having too much of a good time in our weed mobile. <laughs> What'd you say to me? <laughs> What'd you just say to me? <laughs> Don't you ever call me that again, yeah, Jimmy? I can't Jimothy. believe you just said that to me. <laughs> Jimothy, I like that one. <laughs> calm down, Jimmy, calm down. Jimothy, I should say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But no, the, they're, they're going there because they want to build a resort. Oh, that sounds a little bit familiar. We got a resort here. So if you guys want a place to stay for the night, you know, I can put you up. But as long they, as you've got a place for us to park our weed mobile. Yeah. 
I can make arrangements. Or we could put it in Jimmy's garage. <laughs> that would work. How about that, Jimmy? You, can they keep the weed mobile in your garage? <laughs> the, uh, can, can Jimmy fix a flat? I think the weed mobile's got a flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Is there a tire place near Jimmy's house? <laughs> in his garage. He says he's rebuilt. You guys will be interested in this. He's been saying for months he's rebuilding Mechanicong. So, you know, he's been ordering a lot of different parts. I'm sure there's got to be a tire in there somewhere. I'm just saying. Jimmy will be. never rebuild Mechanicon. <laughs> there's just no way he's going to do that. It's all just right. not going to happen. It's too much of an undertaking <laughs> for yeah. one man. I mean, hey, it's not possible. that's why he got the other guy who's hanging out, or should I say robot who's hanging out in the producer booth with him right now. Yeah, we forgot to introduce him earlier, but yeah, Jet Jaguar, he's got him helping him out in the garage right now. So that's how he's apparently yeah, been he's able been to do this. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he hasn't said hi to me yet, but I, I see you, Jet Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I brought him in just because I know how you guys are on your show. You're a little bit rowdy. Uh, you're the the HBO of Kaiju podcasts, and so uh, <laughs> I brought my man Jed here with me to act as the dump button just in case, because <laughs> we're a family show around here. But <laughs> but anyway, so that was actually a rip from the headlines from what I was reading because there was talk of building hotels on these different islands and it was a controversial subject at the time so yeah. so again it's at least alluding to things it just doesn't do anything with them you know just like at one point obata says the shaman is like an emperor to these people which if you're japanese and you're going to talk about the emperor that's kind of a big deal and honestly this might be the most direct reference to the emperor in any of these toho movies that i can think of hmm then yeah, the girl just says, oh, no, he's more like a father figure to these people. Be nice. And then they never talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> so like a father figure. Let's get off this subject. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about anything of substance in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the hotel theme, uh, it seems to like like they don't really delve into that being like a bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. they sort of bring it up and like, yeah, Obata's like painted in a bad light. Yeah. But they never really go into like, maybe it's not morally right to build on here because yeah. these people have their own lives going. They just seem to be like, oh, a hotel. And then they like party with these islanders for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that here in a in a second, because what the heck? <laughs> All right, we would be remiss, guys, if we didn't talk about the monsters, because let's be honest, that's why anybody and everybody watches this movie. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it's like even Honda knew that that's why people were going to watch this movie, because he literally just puts footage of the monsters fighting in the credits. Yeah. It's like he's, yeah. it's not even foreshadowing. It's just saying, guess what? There's got to be monsters. Mm -hmm. So here you go. And then our first one is Gazora. He shows up pretty early. Normally, I timestamp when the monsters appear, but it's a little hard to timestamp Gazora because we see him grab people from the ocean, you know, tentacles. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, does that count as the first appearance or is it when he actually wades in from the ocean? I don't yeah. know. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that all three of these goobers are all here on the island. Thankfully, we have gotten rid of the alien influence. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. Although the scientists here kind of have a little bit of a heyday trying to figure out how they got gigantic. 
Okay, so do you, do you guys have to do anything to keep them big, or did they just stay like that after the aliens yeah. left? Uh, they just stay that way, which is kind of interesting. So whatever mutations they put them through, apparently they're permanent. But going back to the movie here, <laughs> it should be noted that Gazora and Ganyme are played by our man Nakajima. So he didn't get to be Godzilla this year, 1970, but he was in the Gazora suit and the Ganyme suit. Nice. A wonderful career opportunity. For him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he was really like, yeah, yeah, originally I beat up the shrimp. Now I am the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, my life he, he said, to? you guys want more? I got crab. I got <laughs> yeah. cuttlefish. What do you want? Actually, yeah, that it's funny that you bring that up because I don't know if you remember this from the subtitles, but our scientist character actually mentions specifically what species of squid that Gazora is, and it cracks me up. It is the Kisslip cuttlefish. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Can't. Very embarrassing on my yeah. part. But. <laughs> I, was I like, that. <laughs> I was just seriously, who names these things? <laughs> or was, yeah. uh, was, was that biologist drunk when he came up with that name or something? I, I think he was very lonely uh, at yeah. the moment and he was and he, ju he just needed some contact. The kiss slip because <laughs> he kissed it. And then he wrote it down. The loving partner, Cuddlefish. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the life partner. <laughs> but I actually, for the longest time, I didn't know who Gazora was. When I was a kid, I don't know if this was your experience, guys, but my experience with Gazora was I found out that he existed because of the NES game. Right. I, I think yeah. for a lot of people that was yeah, because that's the I, first time I heard I think it goes when you're a kid you're into Godzilla and then it turns into you're into video games and then you get back into Godzilla and then the Toho catalog opens up you yeah. know what I mean I think yeah a lot of people do it that way so I think a lot of people were exposed to that video game before the, the actual movie yeah but it's hilarious because Gazora was never in a Godzilla movie but they threw him into that game and acted like he was a Godzilla monster. Yeah. Just because he's so good. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. They, they just, I, the, uh... I think what it really was is they needed a space monster quota to fill. And they're like, crap, we ran out of Godzilla space monsters. What else do we have? <laughs> well, there was that squid in that one movie nobody saw. And <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, it works. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, I forgot that that game had like a that theme going. Yeah. Yeah, because you would go to different planets and there would be more and more space monsters. Although they really started playing it you know, fast and loose because Varan is one of them too. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Varan is definitely <laughs> not from space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But isn't, we have, so Gazora's are. Gazora in, uh, hmm? Isn't Gazora in like the uh, opening credits of Final Wars? So is everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the opening credits. <laughs> yeah, we all yeah, are we in the opening mostly. credits. Yeah. Jimmy's in the opening credits. Jed Jaguar's in the opening credits. We're all in the credits of Final Wars. That's just how it works. But and you guys mentioned this, that out of all the three, because you get three monsters in this, is probably the most memorable out of all of them. Probably. He's, yeah, he's the poster child for this. Yeah, it's partly for this movie. Just, yeah, and and just because I've been like almost subliminally exposed to him uh -huh. in like like you said the video game and like a handful of other mentions or yeah, you know yeah. like just pictures of him. So I don't know, squid. You know, it's a cuttlefish, but it's basically a squid. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty 
distinct and I, I don't I don't know any other giant monster to compare him to, or at yeah, least yeah. like the Toho film monster. Well, there's the kind of the Udako, but that was a real octopus that they used. Again, mm, King yeah. Kong versus yeah. Godzilla vibes here. The uh-huh. this time they actually just used a suit. Although they did have in the alternate ending for Frankenstein Conquers the World where he fights the the cuttlefish there. That was a devilfish, I think is what it was called. Yeah. And yeah, they it a devilfish. Yeah. So there's that, but that wasn't a real octopus that was a it was a prop this was an actual suit which is what makes it different yeah and it's a very distinct they're not going for realism here not at all which is unique (laughs) uh and i think i don't know that kind of opens up more opportunities for like originality i don't know stuff like gigan when you're not really trying to look like something yeah yeah you you get more distinct and and i think memorable yeah and i think that's the situation with gazora here i really like him Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, even though I will admit the suit's not perfect. It's a little yeah. wonky at points. It looks a little goofy. And do you notice how the eyes don't really do anything? And he's just constantly <laughs> staring forward. It's because yeah. the, the yeah. eyes broke and they oh. didn't. And the, <laughs> the guys working on set didn't realize they had broke. <laughs> <laughs> they well, didn't notice. They supposed to blink or move. Or yeah, what? apparently they were and they didn't <laughs> notice. So they just cool. left it alone. <laughs> Oh my well, that's God. cool. Well, that's kind of like his look. In in my mind, I imagine him as just this constantly like yeah. eyes wide open, yeah. <laughs> constantly staring, looks haunted, and perfectly <laughs> like circular something. eyes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, no. I do too. It's got that quality that kind of the the giant claw had. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, giant claw. Oh man, that thing. That thing is so weird. We keep it on the beta site. They won't let it onto the island proper. <laughs> Do you guys have like a Jurassic Park situation? Uh, oh, like Jurassic the, Park's yeah. our competition. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, but yes, we have a beta site just like Jurassic Park. In fact, actually, we have a gamma site as well. That's the the one where Zilla used to hang out. <laughs> Where's Zilla now? Oh, he's on the island. He got admitted recently a few months ago. Much cool. to the yeah, chagrin of the most of the tourists. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, he, he got in by like margin... Many nope. years of uh, yeah. trying to become a citizen. Yeah, yeah of <laughs> more like by executive order of the board of directors. But <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Ganyme, who's a crab, right. and you guys mentioned it on your episode. They pretty much took what they did with Ebera and cranked it up. And I will admit, the the crab's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like I remember uh, upon this watching, like his like mouth movements, and like he's got like little yeah. I, I don't know what mandibles. You call yeah, or... like mandibles, yeah. I guess is what you would call. It. And they're like it's wiggling around in a really uh kind of gross looking way. Yeah, almost like, realistic. Yeah, it was like kind of almost <laughs> like impressive. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. a it is a very well articulated suit. I have to say it, that. Yeah, like especially for this era where it's like they kind of didn't do stuff like that and when they did it's a little more clumsy usually mm-hmm. yeah especially like at the turn of like 60s to 70s mm-hmm. like you could tell they were trying to save a lot of money by yeah. like not yeah. doing stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's cool to see yeah you, you guys know. were talking about in your episode that you felt like they they went all out in this one which is interesting mm-hmm. to say <laughs> yeah yeah it, it really does feel like they did I like the crab. It's like not crazy memorable, but for a giant crab, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, giant crabs I've go. Seen worse giant crabs. <laughs> yeah. The occasionally uh, Ganyme and Ebera get into fights here on the island, which is a, it's a little bit amusing to watch. Heck, there's even a fighting game. No joke, this exists. I can't remember what the title of it is offhand. That's something for you to look up later, Jimmy. That is literally a fighting game where you 
or the the characters are crabs and lobsters and they yeah i've seen that that's awesome it's called like battle crab or something i could be wrong on that sounds right yeah you can like level up your crab yes and they can start picking up bigger weapons so you literally have lobsters holding giant knives trying to slash other crabs (laughs) and it's it's the most absurd and what's funny is there is a level where you're playing in a city so it's like they're kaiju so, <laughs> fun fact: they're officially endorsing this episode. Oh, yeah. of course they are. Of <laughs> course people. they are. That's yeah. right. The I, the lovely people who made that. The lovely people over at uh, Red Crab Lobster. Studios. <laughs> yes, Owned Red by Lobster. Red Lobster. Yeah, uh, they make uh, video games. In case you didn't yes. know, it's a yeah. little side hustle that they do. Yep. Like That's Burger right. King, they release video yeah. games every. Uh-huh. You, get, you get a plate of lobster, and uh, you might find a game disc in there. Yes, <laughs> you're lucky. Inside your, yeah, you'll bite that. You go, Mom, look, I got the game. Yeah, don't dip it in butter, honey. Yeah, and, and then you, and then you fire it up. You're like, I got the special edition that has the first two DLC characters. Look, it's Kanye Bus and Ebra, whatever those are. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I remember when that happened to me when I was a kid. Yeah, that happened yep. to me yeah. like five minutes ago. It actually happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this movie's uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, if you've got, unless you've got anything else to add about Gani May, we can move on to our last monster. Gani uh, May needs none of my approval. <laughs> cool, cool eye shooting effect. Yes, cool yes, blood, cool, blood is cool. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then we have Kani Ba, Kani Bus, Kani Ma, Kani Ba. Hey, I'm, I'm screwing up the pronunciation Canada? already. Cannabis. Cannabis. Like, <laughs> cannabis? like the wheat mobile? Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's an interesting idea for a monster. Uh, extendable I, neck. What did they say he grew up from? Well, they show him like when he's like. Hey, a he's a Mata Mata turtle or yeah. something, you know? It looks like they've got some paper mache on his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to call him uh, Low Rent Toho Gamera. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all and every time they they watch the big fight at the end when he shows up and he's extending his neck, all the Freudians are like, Phallic symbol. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do a Freudian what, reading of this movie. There's a lot of like there's a lot of like turtles. Like uh there's there's a turtle episode of uh Ultra Q. Mm-hmm. And there was this and there was obviously Gamera. I'm trying to, I feel like there's one other thing that I'm forgetting, but it, there seems to be like this little fascination. I don't know if turtles were in, uh, in the sixties to seventies, <laughs> but they, I, uh, I think part of it, cause I've done some research on it is if you've watched Gamera three, when they're talking about the guardian monsters from the different places, you know, the, the guardian of the North and South and East and West and all that. And one of them is mm-hmm. a turtle. That's all from Chinese mm-hmm. mythology. Oh, okay. Really? So, yeah. So that's probably where the idea right. came from. I would not be surprised. Right, yeah. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the idea of mythology trickling into their, their movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their pop mm-hmm. culture and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we get to the end of this movie and the big climax is Ganime, Ganime two, Ganime Junior, whatever. The and yeah. the cannabis cannabis, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. And so they're the climax. And is it just me or does we get to the end of this movie and it's a pair of monsters that haven't really been essential to the plot and all the characters who have been essential to the plot are just sitting around watching. Yeah. Well, they duke yeah. it out. So I'm just like, I'm not invested in this. It looks cool, but I'm not invested. 
yeah. yeah, that is the 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 worst, or not the worst part, but like it's that weak. that's it's one of the weak weird. moments. Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of weird that they didn't find a. Yeah, it's something. a little misguided, and yeah. and the fact that Ghidorah is not like the last one. Standing. Yeah, I know the best monster for arguably in the whole movie, the best known for sure, and he's not in the climax. Yeah, strange. It's weird. I still like the movie. I I think they redeem themselves in funny points when Obata. I don't know if you're ready to get into this, but yeah. when he, he makes the ultimate sacrifice. Yes, <laughs> let's get into that because uh, it that. is a uh, interesting thing. In the original script, he doesn't die. It was Honda's idea to do that. Nice. Because, he <laughs> because Honda's got this thing for heroic sacrifices. Yeah, he he really do. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted it in there, which is funny that he does because Obata's death seems weirdly underplayed. Yeah, no, it, it's, it gets funny for Ratten and I. Because, because like, yeah, he's he has not redeemed himself in any way. No, he just like shows up. And I, and I love that like they, just because he's been around the entire runtime of the movie, the main characters seem to be like, oh, it's Obata, our wacky <laughs> friend that we just met the day ago. <laughs> and he was actually a spy. And <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then apparently his friendship with them is so powerful that he's like, I have to kill myself. It I have, kill myself. I have to gain control so that this evil can't hurt my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, like he jumps into a volcano with no like musical cue. Yeah. And not even just, a dramatic close up. It's just no. it, it cuts wide like, shots oh. and he jumps. Yeah, a wide, he jumps and then it cuts to a, like the character's reaction and then it cuts to a wide shot of the volcano erupting and some guy says like Obata killed himself to save <laughs> us all. Yeah. <laughs> and you just just seeing that text overlaid with that image and it's, knowing that it's what you're supposed to understand is that he just killed himself. Right. <laughs> it's like really funny. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, you get an excuse to yeah. use Jet Jaguar. Yes, there. I do. <laughs> but yeah, it is odd. It is really odd. I don't know. It's just yeah, it's, it's one of those it's one of those things. When I the first time I watched this movie. I didn't think it was necessarily that great. When I watched it again today with you guys, I thought, okay, this is better than the what I remember the first time I watched it. But I can see why it's at the best a lesser classic in the Toho catalog because it's yeah. you know it it doesn't reach the same heights as nearly everything else that Toho was producing at the time. No, that's not a... to say that it isn't fun. It's certainly fun. Yeah. It, it, it's happening like in a valley between like the highs of like Astro Monster, and then you get like a little lull where you know you've got Godzilla's Revenge or uh, what's the other title for it? Destroy All Monsters or yeah. oh, Monster. All Monsters Attack. All Monsters Attack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know it comes back up with the Mega Godzilla movies at the end, so yeah. you're in a little bit of a lull, a dip right yeah. there mm -hmm. when this takes place. So it's I don't know, I I like it better than All Monsters Attack. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would agree with you there and they would be wrong because all monsters attacks not nearly as bad as people want to say it is my opinion. Well, that's, uh, your opinion. And yes, it's fine <laughs> that you can have that opinion, I guess. <laughs> it's a free country. I'm allowed. It's a free country <laughs> for now. Yeah, for now. Who knows what the board has planned? I mean, I, I've been yeah. joking that they're my Orwellian overlords for a reason. But <laughs> so is the island like a state, like a not a state, but um, independent nation. Uh, I'm sure the board yeah. would like it to be, but 
<laughs> is, it, is it owned by the U.S. is what I'm getting. No. Yeah. It's Ogasawara. It's it's owned by Japan, most definitely. It's its own free country. Yeah, oh, apparently. <laughs> that's Like I said, that's what the board would want. <laughs> but no, uh, we can uh, start wrapping up here pretty uh, pretty quick because you know, I, I do have uh, time frames that I have to make sure that I stick by. But I did have some right. funny little remarks that uh, and facts that I wanted to run by you guys that you would probably find amusing. Like, did you uh, ever hear what Teriyoshi Nakano's theory was for why Space Amoeba underperformed at the box office? I nope. I think so. <laughs> Lay it on us. Come on. Uh, it's because he thought the names of the monsters were silly. <laughs> it is legitimately his theory. He uh, says they should have called Gazora Gasoy because it sounds like what people say when they order sushi. Well, that would have been much better. Been, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he's watching this giant squid uh, get, yeah, get attacked. Yeah. Uh, he's attacking an, a bunch of island natives, and he's like, that name is just re- absurd. I just can't get over the name. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. My, I just my suspension of disbelief is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if it wa- if he was named Gasoy and the natives are screaming? He's like, oh, my gosh, it's Gasoy. And then everyone's going to be like, suddenly I'm hungry for sushi. You, you want to get Gasoy sushi boy. after the movie? <laughs> <laughs> you should check out the sushi bar here on the island i hear it's pretty good so oh. <laughs> speaking of gasoy <laughs> but we, we're a little bit hungry because we we've, we've got the munchies oh. from being in the <laughs> weed mobile yes i'm sure jimmy's right. hungry too right. so <laughs> yeah the, there's a line early on the from i think it was obata he's the guy in the airplane right no that was uh, our reporter character that was kenji yeah. sahara and he's just randomly saying why he's in the airplane he's like i wish i could go into space earth bores me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and awesome i line. immediately thought you know what i think that was uh, something that jimmy would say <laughs> yes i know it was your entire childhood i'm sure <laughs> And then uh, the scene after that, the girl's boss, the <laughs> when she starts really being like, I really like this guy. I'm going to start following him everywhere. <laughs> and I thought well, her boss takes his fashion sense from Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not the first person I've heard say that. Yeah, yeah. I saw another video. Highly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> accurate? <laughs> you just can yeah. talk. It's a, it's a good look. Yeah, <laughs> I like the fit. Yeah, tweet yeah. Suit with a red bow tie. Yeah, yeah. It's prim. It's proper. It's That's put nice. together. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I'll wear that to court. Actually, I take it back. Out. That wasn't Kenji Sahara on the airplane. I got that wrong. You're dr- you're losing the, your touch, Jimmy. I think it was actually Akira Kubo. Akira Kubo, yeah. Yeah, it was Akira Kubo. Kenji Sahara's Obata, and yeah. he's wearing that white suit the entire time, and it must be magic, or it's made out of it's you know <laughs> yeah. some, some oh, sort yeah. of fabric that has turtle wax in it or something because <laughs> it never yeah. gets dirty. He's running Dude, around on this hot, sweltering island, <laughs> and it never gets stained, ever. He's just that cool. He he stays cool. And his uh Doesn't his sweat, his red tinted shades. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think he like ever takes them off. So he loses them at some point, right? He does. And then we forgot to mention this guys, the the aliens and the monsters have a weakness in true Toho science fiction fashion. They don't like what was, what was a high frequency noise pretty much. Right. And they yeah, figure this yeah. out because two of our characters go diving. Gazora tries to get him. I think it was Gazora. And then they get saved yeah. by dolphins. And then they eventually <laughs> figure out they don't like high pitched noises. So it's just like, they're, uh, they're clicks and their echolocation. They don't like it. 
<laughs> okay. Reason. What were they telling the monsters? So long and thanks for all the fish? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, we all know that dolphins are the most intelligent life form on this planet, and they know True. that it's getting blown up to make way for a subspace highway. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they've got another weakness, which is volcanoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That also helps. They make sure to tell you that it's like nothing can survive a volcano. They're right, definitely yeah, dead. Unless it's Godzilla. He's only been dumped into a volcano at least a couple of times. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some think. Yeah. In this situation. Godzilla's a little bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tougher. Also, oh, I re- I also realized watching this, particularly with the subtitles, that Akira Kubo's character's name is Kudo. So I guess whenever he saves people, he gets kudos. <laughs> oh, shut up, Jimmy! You thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd give that a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jimmy I doesn't try. know what he's talking I try. About. Yeah, Jimmy. I'll give you kudos for that one. <laughs> <Here> we go. <laughs> Well, we definitely know that girl wanted some kudos. Mm-hmm. She wanted us all kinds of kudos. That's why she went running on this trip. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to get a little kudo inside her. Yep. <laughs> there's even a point. What I think is funny is there's a point where she actually says, I could use a gun too. And I wrote my notes that Kudo is probably thinking, you know, this is the late 60s, okay? You know, early 70s, Kudo's probably thinking, girls can't use guns. Because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, ridiculous. That's, it's, yeah. that's crazy. No, no, no. That yeah, would have caused the movie to tank. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Forget about the funny names for the monsters. No, oh, they're like, oh, you gave a girl a gun? Oh, no, we, uh, nope. Sure, One no, star. My- don't no. go see this movie. Nope. <laughs> Two thumbs down from the non-existent Siskel and Ebert, you know. <laughs> well, uh, a girl used a, a gun in uh, Giant Claw. Giant Claw, yeah. yeah oh, but see, that's the yeah. Giant Claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's They're, that's too scary to. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever they were, Canada was more progressive. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And then I noticed that the, maybe it was the subtitles. Maybe it wasn't aired the subtitles. You guys have seen the dub version, so help me out here. It seems like our resident aliens couldn't figure out what pronoun they wanted to use because sometimes they said I or they said we. I mean, come on, guys. Pick one. (laughs) Stop being confusing here. I, I don't know. I get. Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's like. It's a weird situation. I don't know situation. if it's like a mistranslation, if it's like messing up, like either in subtitles or, you know, dubs, where I don't know if it's like them messing up. I don't know exactly how Japanese grammar works. Yeah. I'm still trying to so, figure it out, and I work yeah. with Japanese people, so. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's like it just might be messed up from that, maybe. And maybe. I don't know. But yeah, the, know did you notice that Obata suddenly, when he got possessed, he suddenly had eyeshadow? Yes. I was yes. like, where did that come from? <laughs> Apparently, when you get possessed it. by aliens, you get eyeshadow. So I guess you become goth or something. I don't know. And yeah. strong. A little bit strong. <laughs> and yeah. strong. Uh, wait, what was it? Yeah. 10 men or 100? I can't remember. 
It's a lot of zeros. Uh, either one. I mean, <laughs> at, at 100 men, it's sort of, you know, it, it might as well just be 10 men. 10 yeah. guys is pretty strong. Yeah, 10 guys can lift one guy just as easy as 100. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And now, okay, we can't get through this episode without talking about some of the craziness with the natives. So we have, just like in Rodan, I forgot to mention that, like in Rodan, we got an amnesia thing going on here because apparently yeah. Rico, once he sees Gazora, he's so freaked out, so scared that he just becomes catatonic and he loses his memory and he just gets escorted around by his admittedly very attractive native girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and and props to her. She still wanted to marry him. I know. Yeah, and then she suddenly, she's like, like, we're getting married. And I'm like, did he actually agree to this? Or are you just doing this now because you're that. like, it's either this or I get him drunk. I mean... <laughs> I'm thinking she's going to try to steal some of his Sergio Island disability money. Yeah. Like, she's like, he's in love with me. You know? Look. No, but yeah, it was his uh, his amnesia, if that's what you want to call it, or his whatever kind of state he gets put yeah. into is done a little less tastefully than the situation in Rodan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm just, okay, guys. Uh, yeah, you have fun really with that. And then the whole rest of the plot stops and everybody forgets that they're on an island of monsters like sure let's have a wedding and we'll take pictures <laughs> i love that i yeah, love that it's wonderful so it really is it's wonderful and then they actually bring the plot back because the akira kubo snaps a few pictures and then suddenly the camera flash fixes <laughs> rico <Yeah. laughs> and he's like oh my gosh i remember everything and you're crazy woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really but I, yeah. it is nuts it is nuts and then is. because they figure out the whole echolocation thing we also find out that not only are there are dolphins in the ocean but there are bats in every cave so bot right. is running around burning bats <laughs> he is dousing bats in every cave it's with awesome. gasoline love- and lighting them on yeah. fire and he almost gets away with it is the thing he yeah. like he gets close to burning every single bat he's, <laughs> he's one cave away yeah. <laughs> and i wrote in my notes because the characters are running around they're like we need to get into a cave with bats why are all the bats dead <laughs> and then, yeah. so then they finally get in the one that does and i wrote in my notes to the bat cave <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean it's just asking for it i'm sorry <laughs> yeah I mean, I only I interviewed the guy who's making the Batman meets Godzilla comic. So it's there's one for you right there, man. Shout out to him. Pour yep. one out for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all the that's all the good ones I got. So all right. So unless you've got cool. some stuff you want to add. I know we said it in our episode, but I love that part when Obata finally finds the the heroes in that that last cave with bats, <laughs> yeah. and they, they have no idea that he's he's been the one burning them. <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you you don't understand. We're so excited. We just found the last cave with live bats. <laughs> Aren't you excited?" And he's like, "Huh? Yeah. I, I need a nap or whatever." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. then, and then he, they almost he almost does it right yeah or like he tries to and then they stop him i think well he I, throws the match in there right and then they get out somehow yeah why can't i remember that I nathan what happens I, I don't know let me check my notes here really quick did i have a note about that i'll check uh uh no 
you know, I don't have anything about that. All, all I have is a note of, about how Sahara's facial expressions get ridiculously unintentionally funny. <laughs> Yeah, because you're like, oh, we got amnesia. (laughs) Apparently, this is called the Magoo effect. That's right. You can't remember a little part of a movie you just watched. Oh my god! Ah, (laughs) instead of Mandela, so it's not full fledged Mandela. I got it. That's right. I got it. I got it. So, (laughs) (laughs) Magoo. <laughs> I think he was one of the tribal leaders from Skull Island who came by to visit Kong. I don't. <laughs> Mr. Magoo, Chief Magoo, <laughs> Chief Magoo. <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps it up, guys. I think we've covered just about everything we could cover in this. The, it was a great discussion. Thanks for coming. No problem. We of course we're we, really happy to be here. We're having yeah. a great time here. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You got to leave? What's going on? Oh, Godzilla and Kong are getting a little bit rowdy because they're a little upset that the board declared that neither one of them are king of the monsters anymore and they gave the crown to Gamera. All right, well, you know, see what you can do. I don't know what you got planned, but, you know, you go have fun with that. Hey, uh, Jet, uh, can you fill in while we finish up here? I understood about half of that, but for what I can tell, the answer is yes. All right. I don't know if you guys know this, but Jimmy wrote an entire manual that translates whatever Jet says. It's like Groot speak or something. I don't know. Nice. How do you know he's not tricking you? Yeah. I have no idea at this point. So <laughs> yeah, at this point, as long as he's Go doing what me. he says he's going to do, I don't care. <laughs> Just trust. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. Perhaps <laughs> unfounded trust, but trust nonetheless. All right. We now come to a very fun and important part of the show, the Patreon shoutouts. Danny Demana! Chris Cook! Michael Hamilton! Eli Harris! B-X! Travis Alexander. <laughs> that was a good one, man. <laughs> it's the problem with having a monosyllabic name. <laughs> I'm sure Bex will. Do. I'm sure Bex will think it's funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, as I said at the beginning of this episode, this is our season finale. I was a little disappointed it wasn't Godzilla versus Kong, but that was a whole to do both on and off the island. <laughs> let me tell you. Hmm. But I'm glad that I brought you guys on here because you guys brought the party where there needed to be a party because I thought, really, I'm going to finish on Space Amoeba. But then I remembered, oh, wait, I've got those two wild and crazy guys coming on here. It's going to that makes it that much better. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, we love to talk about this kind of yeah. stuff. And, <laughs> party guys. And that, that movie's guys. fun. No, yeah, it for real is. It's a, it's a good time. Yes. Uh, especially if you like this kind of stuff. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And if you do want a movie that you can kind of laugh at a little bit and riff at it, like you know we kind of did today, this is a good candidate, I would say. Yeah, I'd absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but just to let all of you know, kaiju lovers, starting in our next episode... The beginning of season two of the Film Vault, we will begin what the board has so aptly termed the year of Gamera. We will be spending all of 2021 going through the Gamera franchise. I know, 
I can tell you're just as excited as I am. <laughs> <sighs> like I said before, there's 12 of them and four of them are good. But we'll be starting with the original Gamera film starring Kenny himself, Gamera the Giant Monster. And then right. our next episode, the next extended mini analysis, as I like to call them, will be the Submersion of Japan. Have you guys ever seen Submersion of Japan? No, I haven't. No, I don't think. Uh, no, that's I'm one that's behind. worth. That's one that's worth tracking down. It's a very, very interesting movie. And for now, my planned guest for that film will be YouTuber and filmmaker Adam Noyes of An Productions. Give a round of applause for all that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it's apt for you guys because you know, you're in film school. So <laughs> That's right. That's I mean, yeah, you skipped out on what? The first couple of days of finals so you could be here? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was in college once. I know how this works. <laughs> yeah, I may or may not have gone to see a Star Wars movie premiere when I should have been studying. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so that's what you have to look forward to at the beginning of 2021 because who boy we'd all love to put 2020 behind us oh get it out of here get it out yeah. get it out of here yeah <laughs> kick it right out <laughs> but no episode of the monster island film vault would be complete without shameless self-promotion so lay it on us guys well i'm Gratton. i'm matt and we have a podcast that we've been doing for a few years called Giant Monster BS, where we talk about stuff just like we did today. Mm -hmm. And we've also got a podcast that we did during the month of October of this year, which we'll be following up next year with a similar podcast. But we've got 16 episodes, something like that, for you guys to listen something to. Like that. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we, review, uh, we review Amityville movies, and then we end up reviewing Psycho movies. All movies. We love talking movies. If you want to follow us on Twitter, look up Giant Monster BS. You'll find us somewhere. We've got the little uh, pastel colored logo. I, uh, we've got an Instagram, which is dead uh, because I don't <laughs> like Instagram. But if you want to follow us because it makes you feel better, we'd love that. I think and, I followed uh, you guys, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know. <laughs> I've not been on that account in a long time. But we're very active on Twitter, and if you like memes, if you like us, if you like our <laughs> sense of humor, yes. uh, we're there talking about Giant Monster movies, and we're actually going to start recording some new episodes soon. Don't know when this episode's coming out, but oh, this will be the, uh, uh, this episode will come out a couple days before Christmas. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it's going out live right now to out. the island, yeah. but the podcast version will be a couple days before Christmas. Right, right. Coolio. Well, nice. hopefully we'll have some new movie reviews coming out. War of the Gargantuas, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Oh, what I like happen? that one. Anything can happen. <laughs> and many more. Many more. <laughs> All right. These are endless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much like the multiverse. Gotcha. <laughs> I swear it wasn't me. I told you not to help that damn dog catch Zilla. He's Toe Jam now. You what? Say that again, Jet! Godzilla and Kong are fighting Jimmy? How? Holy shit. Shiitake mushrooms! We're still on the air, guys. Oh my god, I want it! The son of a gun finally did it! He rebuilt Mechanicon! 
but Jimmy is letting that beautiful robot get the shiitake kicked out of him. Then why doesn't that Iron Ape ball it up and throw it back at them like a real monkey? Jet, why aren't the security forces, or I don't know, you doing something about this? You fought Megalon and Gigan. Gigan was pretty big. Uh, I disagree. Whatever. We gotta do something. We can? What's this? Oh. Did he send you porn? No, Matt, but... Did you guys ever play MechWarrior? Thank you for listening to the Monster Island Film Vault, a podcast produced and hosted by Nathan Marchand. If you enjoy the show and want to join the discussion, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at feedback at monsterislandfilmvault.com. Your message could be read on a future episode of the show. Our website is monsterislandfilmvault.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Monster Island Film Vault and on Twitter, where our handle is TheMonsterIsla1. You can also follow Jimmy from NASA on Twitter at NASA Jimmy. I have fulfilled my contractual obligations. The podcast logo was created by Tyler Souls from TylerDrawsComics.com. Our theme song is Wander on the Offensive, live edit by B33J, Serax, Juan Madrano, and Nonsensical Lexus, which is a remix of Counterattack, Battle with the Colossus, and The Open Way, Battle with the Colossus by Koatani from the video game Shadow of the Colossus can be downloaded from ocremix.org. All film and audio clips belong to their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended or implied. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and other fine podcasters. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to spread the word about the show. You can also support MIFV on Patreon. The Monster Island Film Vault is a Moonlighting Ninjas Media production. Sayonara! My hasty reading of the non-existent manual says this one. Oh my gosh, no! Oh, my ears are bleeding! Oh my goodness, no, it's like an alarm clock or whatever, Judge! Oh, turn it off! Does your producer want to kill the pilots or the kaiju with his junk? Stuff cotton balls in your bleeding ears and get us in the fight. Okay, let's try this button. This thing has a radio? Actually, it's a CD player with a mixed tape CD in it. It's better than the beeps. Let's go. Here it is. I just have to play with my joystick. Grattan, activate weapon systems. Okay, just give me a second to... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like Jimmy hasn't installed the weapons yet. Remind me to punch Jet Black Panther in his Jack Nicholson mouth, assuming we survive. If we die, I'm totally possessing the Godzilla lamp I saw in the gift shop. We must have something! Well, aren't we lucky bastards? The eye lasers are charged. It's better than nothing! Fire! That got their attentions. And piss them off. 
Here they come. Uh, hit him again! We'd be better off with spit wads. Matt, screw their big fugly faces with our drill nose. Screwing now! Yeah! Do it! Yeah! Stick it to him! Yeah! Kill time! Yeah! Kill him! Yeah! No! Well, don't kill him, but stab him! Yeah! No! Oh my god! No! 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 Game over, man! Game over! What the? It sounds like me on a Wednesday when I come home to a nice home-cooked dinner. It's the orca, you idiot. The machine the crazy lady made to communicate with titans in King of the Monsters. I guess Jimmy finally got the parts. Look, it's Mechanicon. And he has a new light on the top of his head that's pulsating with the orca transmissions. He installed it into the robot monkey? That's, that's badass. He's gonna have a heck of a time explaining this to Monarch. Looks like Godzilla and Kong lost interest in fighting us and each other. Probably because it's no fun curb stomping a giant bootleg action figure like us. Yeah, Matt. Let's go. I only did this so we could ride that new Mechanicong after we saved it. Oh, me too. Really, guys? Yeah, that robo-ape is totally powered by BS. That's because its pilot is full of it. I don't care.